Good evening, everyone. I want to first off by start off by saying um, to thank you, thank you all for your generosity to our parish and this weekend to our God's gift appeal. You know, we we started talking about this two weeks ago. We watched the video last weekend, and now this weekend is commitment weekend, and um, you should have received your. Uh, your envelope in the mail from the from the diocese, and uh, you know this appeal is it comes every year, but it's my friends, it's so vital to our diocese and the many amazing programs that it supports. And as you consider your support, I you know I ask you to remember what we touched on two weeks ago. You know, number one is we we first support our parish, and then we support our diocese as it supports us and all the parishes it includes. And then thirdly, we will also be supporting our historic capital campaign in our diocese this year. And uh, beginning next week, we will shift our focus to that, the Living Our Faith campaign, and learn more about the parish projects that we will accomplish through it, as well as the support we will give to our retired and retiring priests, and also the Maryvale Retreat Center. But for today, I simply ask you to give from your hearts to, to God's gift appeal. And may our prayers and sacrifice together this Lenten season with all our brothers and sisters in the diocese, may it lead us to success. And it will, with the, with the grace of God. Okay, my friends, thank you for allowing me to give that brief announcement there. And now, let's dive in to one of my favorite readings, Gospels ever. You know, uh, you know, to kind of give you my main point up front, what I want to talk to you about is hope and courage. Hope and courage. And just to toss out a disclaimer to you, today's gospel is one of those passages where, you know, the entire Bible comes together in like 10 verses and my mind explodes. Because there are so many things we could talk about in the event of the transfiguration of our Lord. You know, one thing I try to do when I pray with Scripture is ask the Holy Spirit to point out to me the truth and the challenge He wants me to see in this reading. The truth and the challenge. And in today's Gospel, what hit me is this. Heaven is real, and there are things in life worth suffering for. Heaven is real. That's the truth. And there are things in life worth suffering for. That's the challenge. And here's a question to ponder. You know, what do you think it means to be fully human? When thinking about that, remember, our human nature consists of our body and soul. We are physical and spiritual beings. Christianity believes that there are certain things we must become to live a fully human life. For us to become fully human, we must acquire what the church calls virtue. And what is virtue? Well, virtue is, in its most simplest form, is a a good habit. 
It's when our lives are oriented habitually to what is good. Virtue is when our lives are oriented habitually to what is good. And that is so important. You know, there are so many things in our lives that will fight for our attention. The world tries to get us to compromise on all sorts of immoral things. But if we are going to become fully human, my friends, we simply have to fight for what is right and good and true and beautiful. You know, brothers and sisters, I wish it were easier to be a Christian. I wish I could tell you that if you just, if you just choose Jesus once and accept him in your heart as your Lord and Savior, then it would be smooth sailing from there on. I wish I could say that, but I can't. When you decide to step forward and serve the Lord, then prepare your heart for trial. No one becomes mature, no one becomes holy without difficulty, contention, and temptation. But by persevering through the grace of God, he forms us into the person we are supposed to be. And this is nothing new. You know, we are told this all over the Bible. In St. Paul's second letter to Timothy, he says this, What persecutions I endured, yet from them all the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. It's not an accident. It's not new. If you try to live a godly life, brothers and sisters, you will face trials in many ways. The world will try to take us down. It's not new. It's not unique to our times. It's how it's always been. You know, there was a famous Catholic philosopher in the mid-20th century named Joseph Pieper. And he once said this, It's an error of modernity to think someone can be just without courage. It's an error of modernity, you know, modern times, to think someone can be just without courage. You and I must have that. We must be men and women of courage if we really want to become who we are meant to be. If we don't have courage in our life, if we don't have justice and temperance and prudence, then we are not really living a fully human life. The virtues make us fully human. That's what God always intended. So what is courage? You know, courage is not the person who bungee jumps the Royal Gorge. There's a big difference. Real courage is when you, when you know something is good and right and true and beautiful, and you are willing to suffer for that. That's it. Courage is the person who says yes to vulnerability, who is, who is willing to endure a wound for the sake of something that is truly good. You know, that's why bungee jumping isn't courageous, because you're not actually going after something that is truly good. And by the way, for those of you who are parents, 
St. Thomas Aquinas says that one of the best ways courage is manifested is through patience. And parenting is a great example of this. Because you know that your kids are, are going to keep you up for the next 18 years. You're going to suffer. But you gladly accept it because it's something good. That's courage. Okay, so you're probably wondering by now, where am I going with all this? Okay, hang with me. Brothers and sisters, in today's gospel, we should ask ourselves, why did Jesus show his glory? Why did he pull back that veil and reveal heaven to these three apostles at the transfiguration? Well, here's part of the reason, and I'm convinced of this. It's because hope is the mother of courage. Hope is the mother of courage. If we are going to stand for what is good and right and true, we must have our heart anchored in something so good and so beautiful that you'll do anything for it and you will endure anything for it. So why did Jesus pull back the, the veil and, and show the apostles who he truly is? Well, it's because those three men, Peter, James, and John, are the same three who will see Jesus sweat blood during his agony in the Garden of Gethsemane. You know, right before today's gospel reading, Jesus told the apostles he is going to the cross. He's on his way to Jerusalem to suffer and die. The passion of Christ is the counter event to the transfiguration. Here his clothes become dazzling white and his face shines like the sun. On the cross, Jesus will be stripped naked and bleed. So what does the Lord want to do for these, those three apostles? I mean, what does he want to do for us? He wants to build inside of us faith, hope, love, and courage. That's what he was doing on that mountain. So if Peter, James, and John didn't have their hearts pierced by what they saw at the transfiguration, they would have been tempted to have doubt at the passion and say Jesus was a failure, that it didn't really work. But they saw his glory. They saw it, and they knew it was real. They saw a glimpse of the glory that is to come, a glory that God means to share with all of us who are baptized into his death and resurrection. James, he will become the first one of the 12 apostles to be martyred. Peter, he'll be crucified upside down in Rome. And John, he will eventually die a white martyrdom, probably worse than the other two, living in exile till he dies a lonely death. They endured this because they hoped. That's what today is about, brothers and sisters. If we desire to, be, to live a fully human life, if we want to be a truly good Christian, then we must have courage. 
and be ready. The world will oppose you. If you push it back against the intrinsic evil of abortion, you can be an object of scorn and hatred. If you stand up for the sanctity of marriage between one man and one woman, you can be accused of bigotry. The same can happen when we simply acknowledge the natural biological truth that there are only two genders, male and female. My friends, the world will tempt us to compromise and to not be faithful to the truth. Reject that temptation of the evil one. If you remain faithful to God, he will be faithful to you. Being faithful requires courage in this environment. And the way to truly have courage is to be filled with hope. Build into your hearts the truth that, that heaven is real and there is something worth fighting for. If you want to be faithful, then set your heart on something good and you can endure anything. God willing, someday all of us will be in heaven together. By the grace of Jesus Christ, by his death and resurrection, we will join the cloud of witnesses like all the saints before us. My friends, we are all on the same team. The same blood runs through all our veins, the blood of Jesus Christ. Together, we build up the kingdom of God here on earth. You know, think about successful sports teams where teammates practiced, fought, suffered, and endured through many hardships, all to achieve one common goal. So here's my challenge for us, my friends. God willing, when we are in heaven, don't you want to look back and say, I suffered with the team. I suffered for something that was good and right and true and beautiful. I stood up in a world that desperately needed God. I stood up and was part of something that mattered. I didn't just get into heaven by not killing anyone. I suffered for the truth. Lord Jesus, we hope in you. We hope in heaven. Please give us the courage to live as true Christians. Help us to carry our crosses in this life, knowing that on the other side of the cross, where we are meant to be someday, we will see the radiance of your face in all your glory. Amen.